when Jesus revealed that he would become for us the living bread that we would eat, the bread of life that would nourish us and his church through all ages. This was a major turning point for the followers of Jesus. For it says in John's Gospel, it was at this moment that many of those who followed Jesus went back to their old way of life. They no longer followed. And it was at this moment when Peter, who is the patron saint of our parish, he stepped forward and he's the one, remember, on whose faith proclamation at Philippi became the rock foundation of the church. He steps forward on behalf of the 12 and he says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And it's not because they understood what Jesus meant. They, Peter simply believed because Jesus said it. This reminds me of a, a beautiful line in one of the hymns that St. Thomas Aquinas wrote for this feast day. Sight and touch and taste, Lord, are in you deceived. By your word alone can you be believed. This is what Thomas the Apostle came to himself when his own doubts gave way to faith before the risen Lord. He realized at this moment that in any way that Jesus decided to be present, that he could only be touched by faith. And this is the faith that has nourished the church throughout all centuries. And every disciple of Jesus has to come to this moment when they hear those words, this is my body, this is my blood. Jesus asks us, do you believe this? Do you believe this? There's a story that I will never forget that powerfully expresses this faith of ours. It's a story that deeply inspired the life of Archbishop Fulton Sheen, and it's about an 11-year-old Chinese girl. When Archbishop Fulton Sheen heard this story, he decided to make a holy hour of adoration before the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament every single day of his life as a priest. It moved him so deeply. 
When the communists took over China, this resulted in a suppression of the church in that country. Many parishes were closed and priests were arrested. And there were many other forms of persecution during that time. And so the story goes in one village when the communist soldiers came in, they placed this particular parish priest under house arrest. And then they proceeded to enter the church. They entered the front doors. They walked right up into the sanctuary, broke open the tabernacle, and took out the gold ciborium that held the consecrated hosts from that mass that morning. The priests knew how many was in there. There were 33 hosts. They took that out, and in an act of hatred and desecration, they threw it on the ground, and the hosts were all over the sanctuary floor. As they were leaving, they failed to notice a little 11-year-old Chinese girl that was in the back praying, who witnessed this. Later that night, she returned. She snuck past the guard. She entered the church. And as an act of reparation for that act of hatred and desecration toward our Lord, present in the Eucharist, she made a holy, holy hour of love. And at the end of that holy hour of prayer, she walked up into the sanctuary. She got down on her knees, and with her tongue, she bowed down and received one of the hosts on the floor. Because back at that time, you could not receive communion in the hand, only on the tongue. Some of you probably remember that. She did this for 32 consecutive nights, making a holy hour of reparation of love. And then at the end, she would go again into the sanctuary, get down on her knees, bow down with her tongue, and receive our Lord in holy communion. At the end of this last night, as she was leaving, she made a noise that woke up the guard. The guard caught her and killed her with the end of his rifle. When Archbishop Fulton Sheen heard this story, he was so moved by it that this little girl, who was willing to risk her life to bear witness to this faith, that we celebrate today, he said if she could do that and be willing to risk her life, then every day of my life I will make a holy hour before Christ in the blessed sacrament. And he kept that promise all the way to the end of his life. Imagine that. It is because this gift of Jesus in the Eucharist 
is such an unbelievable gift that the end of this Mass, we are going to proclaim it loudly, but very devoutly as we process with the Blessed Sacrament through this assembly. And as we do this, feel free to express your own love and devotion toward Christ present in this way to us. This is why I became Catholic. This is what I love most about being a priest. I get to put on your tongues into your hands Jesus Christ, the Son of God, risen and glorified. And as you receive him in Holy Communion, graces of his cross and resurrection are continually poured out to you. The life of God in us is constantly nourished. His intimacy with us is deepened. Healings can happen. So many gifts and graces are given. We cannot appreciate this gift too much. So let us celebrate together Jesus Christ who is for us the bread of life. Amen.